This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Justice will be done. We're seeking justice. But what does that mean exactly? What would constitute justice in your eyes? Let's find out how it's being interpreted by uh, the opposition benches. The shadow minister for national defense, James Bazan, has joined us on the line here on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Mr. Bazan, good to have you back in the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. So tell me, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we're all clamoring for justice. We've got a team of uh, Transportation and Safety Board investigators over there. What they're going to come up with, uh, even their own chair is not really sure. And to what extent uh, will be, you know, a party to a credible investigation. Do you believe, by the way, that we will be? I mean, if the Iranians uh, have been seen to be perhaps uh, a little nefarious and a malign regime, do you think we'll get the straight goods from these folks? I don't know if we'll ever get all the straight goods. I'm actually shocked by uh, their admission of of, uh, shooting down the airliner over the weekend. I think uh, everyone was surprised by that because it's not characteristics of this uh, regime in Tehran to to admit their their uh, mistakes or, or own up to their atrocities, but this is an atrocity. You know, we have 167 people that were brutally murdered. 57 of them are Canadians who lost their lives, and we want to make sure that the uh, Iranian regime doesn't get a free pass. So we are calling on the Liberals as government to first and foremost. Uh, implement the uh, motion that was passed in Parliament in June of 2018, so over 18 months ago, to list Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps as a terrorist organization. Same thing that we did in 2012 when we recognized that the IRGC's Quad Force was uh, uh, essentially a terrorist organization, so IRGC should also be listed now. And then we want to make sure that, that everyone is properly compensated, that all the remains are returned uh, back to their loved ones, and that the perpetrators of this uh, terrible atrocity, atrocity are held accountable. And then finally, uh, you know, we passed in the last parliament uh, the Meninsky Law uh, that was brought forward in the Senate by Re- uh, Senator Raynell Anderchuk at the time, and I sponsored it over in the House of Commons. And the Magnitsky sanctions gives the government an extra set of tools that we can actually sanction those corrupt foreign officials and gross human violators around the world. And there's no, not a single Iranian name on that list to date. Uh, the very first name on that list is Venezuela President Maduro. So if we can put the president of Venezuela on the ministry sanctions list, there's nothing holding us back from sanctioning high-level Iranian officials like Ayatollah Khomeini and uh, President Rouhani. Well, let me just uh, dial in on this more specifically, the Magnitsky Law, uh, which came into being, I guess, because uh, foreign operatives uh, were, you know, killing people. I guess it was Magnitsky himself and uh, from Russia, and you seize assets, uh, offshore assets, because it may be hard to reach them, and through their legal system, you can't get at uh, some of these perps uh, directly on their own soil. But what, I'd want to get ahead of myself or out over my skis here, but, you know, when you were saying you were surprised that even the Iranian regime admitted to this mistake, uh, maybe it's easier to admit a mistake rather than uh, complicity in something more sinister uh, because then, you know, the international community may be assuaged. Am I really uh, being too speculative here that perhaps there was something even more sinister in play that they figured, you know, this was an expendable plane and uh, let's send a message, or would that be too far flung? I don't think it's too far flung at all that, um, you know, they're known for doing mass murdering for 
executing in thousands political prisoners and ethnic and religious minorities in Iran and Iraq. Um, you know, Soleimani himself, as, as, as the chief general in, in the uh, Quads Force, helped perpetrate the, the mass uh, human rights atrocities in Syria, which saw, you know, hundreds of thousands uh, of Syrians displaced and thousands of them murdered. And uh, so the Iranian regime has never once shied away from uh, going out there and killing innocent people uh, to further their theocracy. So let's um, make sure that we do use sanctions, including the Minsky law, to make sure that at the very least that we aren't allowing them to use Canada as a safe haven to store their wealth and to hide their families. And I encourage today that uh, we saw Jewish and Iranian uh, organizations here in Canada, that have, which includes the Council of Iranian Canadians, Justice 88 Campaign, and Benai Griff, uh, all standing up and saying, let's uh, follow through on that um, motion that Parliament passed in, in 2018 and have the IRGC finally listed as a terrorist organization. And they're also putting a timeline on here. They want to see it done in the next 30 days. Right, uh, because this is already passed in the House of Commons by uh, both parties, if I understand it correctly, uh, back in 2018, but it's been 18 months and there's no movement on it becoming enacted in law. did want to follow up uh, on some of my previous questions. James Bazan is with us. Uh, he's the Shadow Minister for National Defense. When you've got the Prime Minister or the Deputy Prime Minister, both actually, uh, suggesting that uh, Canada will be getting justice, uh, Again, justice, that means compensation, uh, full accountability. How do you perceive that? And if compensation, where do we go about seeking compensation? What amount would be appropriate? Any idea, Mr. Bazan? Well, that's going to come down to a number of different uh, avenues that the government can pursue for compensation. It could be in direct uh, negotiations with the Iranian government. They, of course, the regime has to own up to, to the compensation side since they've now admitted that they shot down the plane. Uh, regardless of, of whether it was an accident or not. Um, there is uh, law underneath the civil aviation uh, agreements across uh, the, the world that, again, uh, provides some framework for, for how you provide retribution. And finally, if that all fails, there is the International Court of Justice, uh, where the families and, uh, in fact, the countries, as well as the uh, the airline, uh, Ukrainian International Airlines, could all make uh, cases that the Iranian regime provide money to uh, all the families and everybody that was affected by this, this horrendous atrocity. All right. And so barring uh, their uh, willing to go al- uh, along with this, uh, you would suggest then, uh, as you said, with the Magnitsky law, freezing of assets, seizing these assets uh, by way of compensation? Definitely. Uh, anytime that uh, we can find those assets and, and freeze them, whether they are in sitting in, in treasury bills or, or bank accounts or in uh, real estate, uh, those can then uh, be used at, 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 at the appropriate time as, as a tool to provide some of that compensation. Do you do that here only in Canada or could you do that internationally? So this is where it becomes critical that uh, Canada and our allies that have the Minsky uh, laws in place work in concert uh, so that we can uh, unilaterally, you know, whether it's through the European Union, the United States or Canada, uh, find those assets and, and uh, freeze them until 
we reach some sort of conclusion with Iran on whether or not they're going to provide uh, the amends to uh, their account and provide that accountability and compensation to families. All right. Uh, so for what it's worth, they have admitted uh, that it was an accident and suggesting that, uh, again, somebody on their soil uh, did bring the plane down as to who gave the order. That'll be uh, something of a further investigation. Needless to say, we want to be participants in that, and we're hoping to be. Uh, if, in fact, we get full transparency, that's the open-ended question. Mr. Bazan alluded to that as well. and so, But it's a start, and uh, perhaps will put us and propel us down the road to uh, seeing justice for these people who were so uh, victimized by this tragedy. Uh, Mr. Bazan... And that's what, that's what families want. They don't want the government to appease. They want to make sure that we have that accountability and that they are actually uh, penalized for what they did. This is a, a, a human tragedy. That's because of the carelessness of the IRGC and the regime in Toronto. Entirely reasonable. James Bazan is the Shadow Minister for National Defense on the Conservative benches in the House of Commons. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime. Thank you. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 